you guys this is literally one of my favorite songs but you guys just don't know um for those who don't know my name is Sharina Lachey welcome back to my podcast this is actually me re-recording one of my episodes I did an episode on you will make it to your destination today when I was doing some work I realized that it did not record the way that it should so this is my effort and attempt to redo it so basically what I was talking about is you will make it to your destination you will win And in that, I'm saying that I went on this hike. I went on this hike in Fort Worth and I had this crazy revelation. I don't say crazy. That's over-exaggerating. I had a revelation and my revelation was, you know what? Let me give you the backstory. So as I'm hiking, I'm hiking by myself. Most people around me had either one person with them or multiple people with them to kind of help them along. They were doing this, doing um, the hike together. And even within that, there are some people who have like the walking sticks. And I feel like walking sticks really help you for spots that are a little bit harder other than others. I feel like going downstairs, they're not that great, but going up in hills and so forth, they're great. And then there was these three women, they're actually mothers, I'm going to say, and they were carrying their children on their backs and they were in these backpacks. And as I'm going through this walk, I'm, I'm this hike, excuse me, I realized that all these different people have different scenarios, different situations, right? But their goal is to make it to whatever their destination is. And all of our destinations are different. They don't look the same. They're not going to be the same. We're in different places in our lives. We have different weights. We just health issues. There's so many different things, right? And so my revelation was when I saw these these three women that my journey, my walk is not going to look the same as for other people. And I'm going to give you even more backstory as we go. Some of the hardest things I've had to deal with are identity issues. And when I say identity issues, I felt like I, one, I had to learn how to identify who I am, where I'm at, what I look like and so forth and be okay with it. And even more, I felt like, I don't, well, that is an identity issue. And then there's other things, but I don't think it's has to do with identity. I wanted to feel like I always had other people to help me get through and go through things. And I've, I've, I haven't really felt like I've have. And I feel um, even within my my spiritual walk and my journey with God, I felt like I was like a spiritual orphan. I feel like I've seen so many people with their parents and family members and so forth, like help them, you know, teach them reading the Bible and like other they could go to them about questions about God and praying. And I didn't necessarily have that. And I realized over time that it was okay. And for a while, I felt like I was like a spiritual orphan. And I um, had one day that it was okay because I was able to completely just have God. God raised me. God helped me get to this point. God's helping me get through. And he's going to continue to help me get through my destination and push me on. And so as I'm going on this journey, this hike, it even more makes me realize there are some people who are going to have one person, three people, five people to help them go. And that's going to be their motivation to kind of push them through and to pull each other. And there's some people who are doing this, doing this thing that they call life and journey because they genuinely want to. This is exciting for them. This is great. They have a kid. So even more, they want their kid to experience it. And this is their goal and their push to push them through. 
And then there's me where I literally don't have any of those things. I just need to make it to this destination. This is what I've set myself on. And I felt like I didn't get here on my own. I got here for a reason. And there was things behind it that had me get there. For me, it was like, hey, I needed to explore Dallas. I need to not be in my room. I need to not be in my bed and continue to be depressed. I have this new journey that is ahead of me. I've got just got laid off my job. I've been excited that I've gotten laid off my job because there is a weight lifted off of my chest, but I still got to get to where I need to get to, right? So once again, I'm by myself and I don't have anybody. It's just me, myself, and I, and we're moving through. And I realized at one point there, there were people that were passing me. They were, they were farther ahead than I was, or they were, they started before me. They started after me and they were, no, them passing. I feel like this is the definition of surpassing me, right? And so... I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm really tired. I just don't know how I'm going to do this and so forth. And so I realized even more is that I was feeling like I needed to be where they were. But that's not the case. And here's why. I don't know what this person, these people have been through, their, how in shape they are, how long they've been doing this, so forth. There's so many different scenarios that get them to this point, or they might've done it for the first time and they just got it more together than I do. And that's just okay. But I realized that the most self-damaging thing is to compare yourself to others. And most of my life I have. I've always wanted to be something that I'm not. And what I mean by that is I can never be anyone else but me. I can't live anyone else's life but mine. Even if I tried to duplicate someone else's life, I couldn't be them because they are who they are. Their fingerprint and who they are, it's, it's like a fingerprint. It's self-identifying to them. And no matter how much I wanted to be like someone else, I'm just Sharina. And when I say I'm just Sharina, it means that's just it. It's I'm just me. I can't pretend or want to be like someone else because you genuinely don't know what it took them to be there. And so as I'm on this hike, I realize that other things happen. And the things that happen are the simple fact that I realize that it's because it's just me and I don't have anyone pushing me or helping me through and I don't have um, something extra to, to carry on, which I have my own burdens and I have my own things, but my burdens can be just as heavy as what this person is carrying a physical child, right? And so we don't really, can't really figure out the mathematics to equal what each other's equal, right? And to understand. And so this is cut out just for me. And this is something that I wanted to do. And so as I got in, it was fine. But as I got deeper in, I was struggling. And I was like, I am not going to make it. I don't know how. But I had gone so far in it, I literally didn't have a choice but to continue to go. And if I turned around and came go back to where I was, I didn't even know. I like, I technically did not know exactly how far it was because of kind of like detours and different things I've taken, right? And then if I go the route that I'm going and just go, I, it's probably going to be a shorter time for me to get to where, to, to continue going than it is for me to turn around, right? And so 
I'm like, Shrina, you just, you got to keep going. And then I realized, like, I see these people, they're running, they're doing all these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're like running up this hill. They're running up this, this side of this mountain or whatever. Like how, like that must be really hard. So I can't do it. And so I see this girl, I mean, literally she's just running. I see this guy and they're running. So, okay, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go a different way. That way looks really hard. But the, the actual direction that I took was even harder. But what I learned from that is I see someone at the end or the part where we meet up at this at this one particular part, but I don't know the in-between. So I see them running up, right? And so I'm like, wow, they got to really be in shape. But I don't know how long it's going to take them to recoup and to continue to go or what they've been through to get to that point. Or they might have been really moving slow that whole entire time and they got something and momentum to kind of keep themselves going. And so I had all these different scenarios in my head. And like I said, I ended up taking a different route. And so I took a different route and I really did not think I was going to make it. I was like, yo, someone's going to have to come and help me um, because it's it's just too hot. It's just too hard. I don't want to do anymore. I want to quit. But what I learned is I literally didn't have that option because I had to get back to where I was going. So for this thing, I was going back to my car. Trina, it doesn't matter how you feel. You got to get back to your car because that is a vehicle that's going to get you home. So you got to keep going. And so that is just it in life. Sometimes we want to give up on something and we want to quit, but we've gotten too far and we're too far in it. Not only that, we don't have a choice but to keep on going. And when I say we don't have a choice, some of them don't, some, most of us don't have an option. Just, Hey, I'm just throwing the time to walk away. We put too much money. We invested too much money in this business. I've invested too much time into this relationship. So I know that I got to keep going because there was a reason why I wanted to start this. This is not the starting line. I literally am so close to the finish line. I have to keep going. And this is for people who know that they are on a destination. They're on assignment. They're on a journey that God has placed them in. Not only that, God has told them that this is the route to go. And now you've had options and no matter what the options you could have take, if taken, you would have gotten there. Taken, I think it's actually, sorry. Taken, you still would have gotten there. There are some times, and I'm not saying all the time because I feel like sometimes you have so many doors and so many opportunities that you could open the wrong door. But there are some times that God will say, hey, no matter which way you go, you're still gonna make it to your destination. It's up to you. So you got to figure it out. But what I don't want you to do is I don't want to go. I don't want you to go backwards. I don't know. I don't want you to go back where you just came from. So if you're in a relationship right now and you want to throw in the towel, you've invested too much to give up and you're so close. So God has told you, hey, Sharina, I need you to keep praying and I need you to hold on to that word that I gave you. And I need you to have faith because faith without works is dead. So I got to have you. You got to have the faith because you got to do the work to get you there. Like I told you, you were going to get there. And I know the enemy is going to do everything that he possibly can to make you stop. You can't give up. You don't have an option. Now you can sit there and you can cry and you can be sad, but you got to get up and you got to wipe your tears. And those same tears are watering the seed that's been planted. Right? But it's okay. And the business that you started, God said, Holy Spirit was given, it gave to you that, hey, this is the business you're supposed to be doing and that this is part of your purpose and who you are. So I'm pushing you into your purpose and in your destiny. You got to keep on going. You've invested too much time, too much money, and you got too much to lose. You got to keep going.
And then there's some people who are going through this journey that is completely different to other people, that they don't really know what it's taking you to get there. They don't really understand the sacrifice. So your journey, your walk, your situation is not going to look like theirs. And you cannot, you cannot look at them and feel like it should be the same because they don't know what you've been through and you don't know what that person has been through. And so two things, I don't want you to compare yourself to any one person because you'll never be the same as another person. And then two, you have to realize that you just cannot give up because you don't have an option and you're going to win. You're going to make it to your destination. So this is, I was reading this in the Bible yesterday and it made me think. So I'm reading in, let's see, Matthew, oops, as I can't spell today, um, Matthew 13, right? Matthew 13 talks, it's a parable. There's actually, I want to say there's like three parables, maybe, well, I lied, there's actually a lot of parables. There might be like five parables in this particular one, but it talks about the parable of the weeds. In uh, Matthew 13, it says, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did, where did the weeds come from? Uh, And he said, the enemy did this, he replied. The servant asked him, do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let them both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvester, first collect the weeds and tie them into the bundles and be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. And so this has to do with a lot of different things. So people who are dealing with careers or businesses or relationships, just life, right? We feel like we have genuinely done something wrong. And I am here to tell you that you haven't. It wasn't that you planted a seed wrong. It wasn't that you heard God wrong. It wasn't any of those things. It's literally the enemy has planted weed in your wheat. And so you have to know the difference. And knowing the difference is knowing the season as well. Knowing the difference is knowing instead of to argue, quit, and want to give up, it's to pray. And when you feel like you can't make it anymore, you just know that God has your back. And then he's backing you up and you've been endorsed by God. And to be completely honest, sometimes it's easier said than done. Nine times out of 10, most of us want to give up at one time or another, multiple times at that. I know within my own career, I wanted to give up, but God told me not to quit. So I was like, I must be doing so. I must have heard God wrong. I wasn't supposed to move here. And I know that I heard him right. But there were seeds, actually weeds planted among my seeds. And they grew together. 
And so as I'm growing, the weeds are growing as well. And I wanted to quit. I wanted to pull them out, but I couldn't. I had to keep going. And so then it was time for me to, I literally grew to where I was supposed to. It was time for me to separate. And so God separated me from the weed. So you have to know that even about yourself. And for some in a relationship, it could be enemy planted a weed, which could be an insecurity or a spirit of anger or whatever it is. And I, I want to say this when I say spirit of anger, you mean beat on or anything like that. I'm not telling you to stay in your relationship. So please don't get that confused if you're dealing with domestic violence. But there are some of us who, and if you're listening to this, you know exactly to who you are because it's resonating in your spirit. There are some times where we just want to give up because I've learned that giving up is easier than staying in it and finishing what you came to finish and accomplish what God has assigned you to accomplish. And so there's at a point where you have to make a decision, no matter how hard it is, no matter how much you want to give up, you are going to push through. And the greatest thing of all these things that I've had to remind myself is God is alpha and he's omega. He's the beginning and he's the end. And he is the same as he was yesterday, today, and he'll be forevermore, even tomorrow. And we say that and we don't really know exactly what those things mean, right? And so I have, I remember one time someone told me, well, Shrina, God's the same as he was yesterday, today, and forevermore. And I'm like, what does that even mean, right? And he says, Shrina, no matter what, God is the same. So the same graceful, merciful, loving God that he was, he is, and he will be. And the same God who picked you up and loved on you when no one else did and you didn't know how you were going to make it is the same God who's loving you today and is the same God who's going to love you tomorrow. And it is really hard for us to really understand that. But if you really think about all the things that God has done in your life, you will realize that God is going to do it again. In just a different level and in a different situation. Not only that, God just doesn't change. He's that great. Even more, if you realize this, if God is the beginning and he's the end, then he's everything in between. Meaning, if I had God... I'm just going to ask, imagine that God is like a string or something, right? So if I'm at the end of the hallway and I have the string and I go all the way to the end of the hallway, it's still God. So the string represents God. So everything in between the beginning of the hallway and the end of the hallway, all God. So if God showed you the beginning of it, right? And he showed you the end, but he didn't show you the in between. He's still there. So don't think that he's not. Don't think that he's not watching and seeing everything that's going on. I have learned that in these times, it is literally like a test of your heart. And although you could 
stumble down or soup down to other people's level. You don't. I've learned within my own that there's times that I wanted to give the same energy that my boss has given me or so forth. And I've realized that at that one point that that person would be driving me to literal witchcraft. And so I'm not allowing the enemy to win. Ever. And then there's alpha and omega. And so alpha is the first Alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet and Omega is the the last letter. So it's, if he is everything in between, every letter, everything, he'll be everything in between of what's going to take you from one place to another. And so even when you feel like you're not hearing God, and even when you feel that God is not there, he is, but sometimes there's life that makes us feel like he's not there. Sometimes it's our emotions that makes us not feel that he's there. And sometimes it's the distractions of life that make us feel like he's not there. And so recently I've had to tell myself that I've been upset about different things going on in my life. And I said, God, I need you to literally restore my heart because I know it's not you. It has to be me at this point. And although it's not me, it's dealing with me. Because the enemy has sowed a weed in the seed. And that can even deal with your heart. That can even deal within your relationship. That can deal within your career, finances, anything you name it. And so you have to decipher the difference and do the work. Faith without works is dead. And so you have to have the faith to keep through and also do your work. God is not a man that he shall lie cannot if you look in genesis when he said a thing it became a thing literally separated heaven and earth think about it light and dark the moon and the sun it just was and then it was good in god's eyes And so those are the things throughout the time you have to remind yourself. And just like I said earlier, God is endorsing you to get you to where you were designed, destined to go to. God knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. So if he already knew you, you don't think that he already accounted for all these things. Now, life does put us in different directions. But the great thing about God is God can help us get back on the direction that we were created and destined to be on. So you will win and you will make it to your destination. There is something about knowing that the very once place that you were going to crumble and were going to fall is the very place is which you've got that extra anointing or that extra push to continue to going to catapult you in the direction that you were supposed to go to. So you will win. And you will get to your destination. And I've learned that honestly, it's not even about just winning. Although in life, winning does feel good. It's about accomplishing what you set yourself to get to. Which technically, I guess that's a win. It's about knowing that you packed all your things up and you said, hey, God, I know you're going to see me through this. And I know in my heart that I'm not supposed to be here anymore. So I'm moving. You back up all your things and you move and then you go through all literal hell. And then you know at the end 
well, even through the process, God tells you not to quit, to keep on going. So Shreena, it's okay. I know that they're doing you wrong, but you keep on holding your head high because this is bigger than them. And it's bigger than you. People are connected to what you were doing. Then people are watching you, what you're doing, and it helps them as well in the process. You're inspiring people literally in the process. So it sounds easier said than done to keep on going, but you just do. And I will tell you this. I had, there was a one point, right, where I had this target on my back, both spiritually and uh, physically here in the spirit realm, not the spirit realm, on the earth. And um, I had a target on my back and literally this guy texted me on accident, didn't mean to be sent to me, sent to his other colleague and was like, you know, she's not careful. She's going to have her ass handed to me, handed to her. And came up with an excuse and was like, oh, you know, it was meant to send to someone else, da, 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 and so forth, right? And I went to this person and was like, hey, I feel this certain type of way. They basically told me I was crazy. And these people like literally did not like me at all. And I kept going and I kept just holding my head up. And I remember they applied for the, this job. They didn't get it. And then they moved on to something else. And I remember seeing them about a year or so later for a meeting. And when I saw them, I knew that I had won because they were trying to get me out and push me out, but it didn't prosper. And so no weapon formed against you will prosper. And I remember going to my hotel room. This is, I was in New Orleans at this time for a meeting. And I remember going to New Orleans and I remember they were all hanging out, all my colleagues and everything. It was all these different regions and I just couldn't do it. I went in my room and I cried and I cried and I cried and wasn't crying because I was sad. I was crying because I was happy because the very thing that was trying to get me, the very weapon that was formed against me didn't prosper multiple different times. And that's even how I felt when I got laid off, you guys, like the feeling knowing that I never got fired for doing something or whatever, generally just got laid off because of COVID. And I feel like that was actually my way out to be, can be honest. I felt like I won. I got paid to leave, still getting paid for two months and, and I have my benefits. Now I can find something else that helps me move on because I know that God placed me here. I know that it was, it was assigned and it was part of my journey and my promise to be here and that I'm planted here. There's so many things that happen in between that their words could not even explain or you couldn't even get out to other people of exactly what you have been through and the hell that you've been through. There's times where you feel like you're in the book of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and you're going through the fire, but you made it out. You won. You made it out with God. He's gonna, he saw you through just like he saw them through. Then you look like in the book of Job where literally Job didn't even do anything wrong. He literally, the, the enemy was going and seeing where he could devour people, you know, to and fro, seeing or seeking to devour, but and he said, have you tried my servant Job? He's like, yeah, but you have a hedge of a protection over him. Well, I will take this hedge of protection over him. But the only thing you cannot, you can do anything you want to, but you can't take, you can't, his health. Like you couldn't do, kill him, right? And so he was like, the devil's like, I promise you God, he'll curse you. And he's like, nah, my servant won't. And so literally Job, the things that happened to Job wasn't because of him. Like he didn't do anything wrong. Just he Yo, he's that dope. Like, hey, you can try as much as you want, enemy. He he not finna, he's not going to. He's not gonna curse me. 
thinking about all the people around him was like, you're doing something wrong. He got every, he got his house taken away from his kid. Everything was taken from him, but it wasn't because of his own doing. He just, God knew that he was that dope. He was that great. And everything that was taken from him, he got a bath, double blessing. You know what I mean? And so those are the things that I don't think that we realize, like we read them in the Bible, but then we got to go through them. Honey, those are two totally different things. And then when he, he look at his wife, say, yo, get rid of this guy, dude. Curse God. Let's move on. Nah, I can't do it, dog. So it's those things like you are going to make it through. And so even if you started out with people and then you now you're by yourself or you just by yourself through the whole thing, this is yours. It belongs to you. It's yours. And so if you don't have people with you, that's okay. This is yours. This win is yours. Belongs to God, but it's yours. God has endorsed you. He's backing you up. And the armies of the angels that are assigned to you are backing you up. Failing is literally not an option for you. Stopping is literally not an option for you. You are a king's kid. You belong to the most high. And so where you are going, you're on the right path. Don't give up because God's not giving up on you.